Okay, so hello and welcome back to another episode of Admitting It. This is your girl, Natty. And I'm your girl, Dee. And you know, we're just back today on the mic to bless you with our beautiful voices. Um, clearly, I'm a beautiful singer. <clears throat> Dee's a hater. <laughs> I just really want y'all to write in and either side with D, Team D, or Team Nettie. But they like never really heard me sing, you know what I'm saying? Oh. So like, they weren't here for like my car karaoke, so like, mm. how would they really know? how I sound well you know what let's leave it up to the fans <laughs> do you guys want to hear Nettie sing yes they do I can answer but for them <laughs> no let's give them the autonomy and let I, them choose they have already told me they've already written into my DMs they said Nettie okay. your voice is so angelic it's like Fergie and Jesus it's first of all Jesus is, big, at least Jesus is upset Jesus put him and Fergie in the same sentence well Jesus feels like that's a very accurate description of my voice um so if it doesn't come to a minute it isn't real <laughs> so you tell those same two people to write into a minute's dm so you want me to tell jesus that he needs to write into a minute's dm <laughs> that's the one who said <laughs> see i'm not i'm not this is a rabbit hole at this point i'm not getting i'm not getting caught up in <laughs> Other than singing, which I don't know if Jesus gave you that talent. I think he did. Okay, <laughs> that's debatable. Argue, right? Exactly. <laughs> that was debatable. Um, what else have you been up to? making people's ears bleed. Yeah. First of all, I'm not making ears people your people's ears bleed. <laughs> Secondly. I am working on an R&B album, oh, <laughs> and it's ah. solely on how great my voice is. <laughs> Every song is like, first song, greatest voice, greatest like, great. like, you know how, like, every time Meg Thee Stallion comes in on a track, she, like, real hot girl shit, mm-hmm. it's gonna be, like, Nettie's voice is real beautiful and shit. Oh, yeah, it's like my okay. claim to fame. Wow. Um, so I'll just start with my children. So uh, we, um, what month are we in? We're, we just transitioned into March. To March, I know. Yeah. I don't know if this will drop in March, but right. sorry to like, what is it, break away all the magic? I don't know what that term is. <laughs> yeah. To kill the magic? But I think they kind of know. Well, if you guys don't know, we usually pre-record all of our episodes and some drop not too much later and then some drop way, way later. later. Mm-hmm. Um, it just depends on our schedule and what we think is relevant at the time for the content. But in terms of check-ins, we're just getting into March. Um, I'm kind of sad the day is over because mm. we won't see it to another four years. I know. Um, but other than that, everything is good. Yeah. Um, College Tip Tuesdays is in full effect. I know. Hope you guys are enjoying that. We're like killing the game on College Tip you know, Tuesday. I know. Oh, yeah, and so we got this co- cool color scheme going on, and we're in green. So yeah, let us know what you guys think about College of Tuesday. Yeah, if you love it, if you hate it, don't tell us. We only <laughs> care us. about your positive feedback. <laughs> if you guys have policies that you think are important too, um, send those in. Again, we have a very sort of open and transparent podcast where we want you guys to give feedback and you know give your input. Um, and comment on the post mm-hmm. and things like that. So just let us know. All right, that's it. Nothing, nothing fun. No fun. like. What is fun? I know. 
where, where Nisha's office is. Well, is there man. such a thing? Man. <laughs> and even outside of being in a missions office, we're adults. So now it's just like everything is so, so stuffy in a sense. But yeah, but I try and keep it loose, which is why I have a singing career now. <laughs> She gonna stop with this nonsense. Anyway, transitioning into the admission. No, I haven't done my check in yet. Your check in was that you got a mixtape dropping. You use your claim to fame. I'm using my clout. Right. Clearly, I'm so famous. See, she don't No. No, I get a check in. Fine. Okay, so. Go. What do you have to say? I you really not be about singing. I don't have um, a singing career as of yet, but more to come on that soon. <laughs> but no, um, I guess my check-in is like kind of boring. It's not that great, so I don't know why I made myself do it. Oh my god! <laughs> no, I feel like last time we recorded, I was like dealing with allergies, and then. Like, now, I just, like, am getting over... I don't know. I wasn't really sick, but I just wasn't feeling good. Hold on, wait. On, like, What's your symptoms? You okay. Know, like, the I right see. Now. That's why you can't tell nobody. You I ain't got no cough. <laughs> I saw me yesterday. You can't even cough or sneeze around people now. No, they be like, corona? <laughs> right. Like, excuse me. He's infected. Get it. Right. Like, um, so calm down, okay? It's only, like... So many confirmed cases in the U.S. We're going to be fine. I promise. I don't know. Do I have it? Let me go get tested. I can't. Right. Please. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm fine. It was just It was just more like, you know, sometimes your body just, like, does not feel good. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, oh, like, what's happening? And so <clears throat> I just kind of didn't feel really good at all on, I think it was, like, Thursday. But I still went to the office. And I felt fine that morning. Went to therapy. Was Gucci to run therapy. As soon as I got to the office, I was just like, oh, I don't feel good. So then Friday... I was going to go into the office and then just see how I felt. But, like, I couldn't even really get out of bed. And then I finally had to get out of bed because I had to drive to L.A. And I just had the worst headache all day. And it was just, like, one of those persistent ones mm. that was just, like, small, not big. You can function just enough. <clears throat> and then I was, like, try- I was like, okay, well, whatever. I'm going to work from home and just, like, work in bed. And I, I couldn't even stare at a screen because it was, like, hurting my head too much. So... Finally, I took some medicine, took about, like, four or five hours for it to really kick yeah. in. Yeah. And then now I'm just, like, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, and I can really get back and, like, be out here in the studio singing and dropping okay, my mixtape. so, like I was saying, because <laughs> this is going way too far, um, the admission term of the day is enrollment confirmation mm-hmm. to accept the offer of admission and reserve a seat in the entering class. That's what the enrollment confirmation is. And so that is the theme of this episode besides my beautiful voice. So <laughs> not besides nothing. No. <laughs> See, D, we're working on that. Not attacking me in 2020. Guess I'm gonna need therapy. <laughs> Guess we'll come back in 2021 on that one, okay? Right, yeah. Wait on me. Oh, I, I will not hold my breath. Please don't. Uh, Nah, I'm telling. <laughs> this point forward in the in the in the episode, that'll be nice because I can't no, undo the fact. <laughs> I will. I know you. This is true. And we're just coming off of Petty Friday. That's true. So, um, if you guys don't know, I like to call Fridays Petty Friday because it's a day where I'm just over the top. I'm just. I'm really on one. Petty. I mean, I'm petty like seven days a week, but Friday is like my ultimate. Yeah, like petty. I can be. Super petty on that day. Uh, yeah. 
But, um, <laughs> so having statements for that, right? We both are like, and moving on. So, yeah, as Natty mentioned, today is all about the enrollment confirmation deposit, which is a really big step for transitioning into college because this is how you not only reserve your spot but also how you commit to the campus. Mm-hmm. Um, so, with that being said, we just want to talk to you about some things that you should know and um, how to pay it. Um, and what you need to do after you've paid it and things like that. Yeah, so your enrollment confirmation is one of the most important things that you can do in your admissions process because like Dee said, this is where you say, this is the school I want to go to. I'm going to go here. And so there are a lot of steps that you cannot take until after you submit your enrollment confirmation. Um, and schools will kind of call it like something different, but that that's I'm jumping ahead. Uh, we do have a little outline sometimes. I'm jumping ahead in our outline today, but um, just to we're going to go into like what other schools may call it, but it's genuinely like the same thing. Um, so you want to make sure that you do it on time for all of our undergraduate students and freshmen. Um, the national deadline is May 1st for your enrollment confirmation. Yes. Um, and so since we're already at that part, mm-hmm. um, the other terms that are used for the enrollment confirmation deposit, which we may reference in this episode is ECD is intent and roll or sir also known as the statement of intent to register mm-hmm. so again you know different institutions and colleges use different um words or vernacular in terms of the admissions process so you just want to make sure you understand what it is that's required for the institution and then also how they're relaying the information to you as the applicant because sometimes it's, it may not it may not even be either two of those things. Some mm-hmm. institutions might have something totally different. But those are the most common ones that um, the intention role or the ECD is referred to. Yes. So a really big question that we will get is, is my ECD or my intention role, state SIR, whatever, is it refundable? Usually the answer to that is no. Um, It depends on the institution that you go to and every institution does it a little bit differently. But most institutions that we have come in contact with do not actually refund your um, your intent to enroll. So you just want to make sure that whatever money you spend on that, um, that you know you're not going to get it back. Some schools may do things where um, they allow you to defer your like your payment for it if you don't have the money up front. And so then they take it from your financial aid. But that's not something that's widely practiced yet, I don't think. Or maybe it is. I, I don't have a ton of research on that. But I don't know a lot of institutions that do that. Um, some do so just kind of making sure that you weigh your options and you start saving your money because your your statement um, of intent to register can be anywhere from like seventy five dollars a hundred dollars to maybe like two or three hundred dollars depending on the campus yeah that's true and then the other thing is that um, it's also non-transferable to another Mm -hmm. institution so students may commit to one campus within the same system or um an institution and then they may say well you know can I transfer that um intention role to another institution but if you decide to commit to another campus you'll have to pay another ECD or intention role so just be mindful about that and then you some students also want to know like where does the ECD go so the ECD the ECD goes towards your tuition 
for most institutions. Um, now, tuition is usually a thousand dollars and some change. So the hundred dollars or however um, much it is may not seem like a lot. But the good thing is to know is that it's just not money that you're throwing in the trash or it doesn't go anywhere. It does go towards your tuition. So, you know, just be confident about that. And then as Nettie said, some institutions will allow you to um, waive that or, you know, have the money taken out of your financial aid. So if you do have a challenge with paying the ECD or intent to enroll, just be sure to contact your campus. So from this point forward, your um, campus is your main point of contact. So if you have questions about a certain part of the admissions process or about how to pay something or how to turn something in, just consult with the campus because, um, again, they're your primary contact. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and where does, I'm sorry, how do you pay the ECD? I was like, you just answered that question. <laughs> uh, so how do you pay the ECD? So every school does it a little bit differently. Typically you can pay online. Um, I know a lot of schools are moving away from the pay over the phone. Some schools may still have that. Um, you can also pay by check for some schools. Um, and some schools may accept money orders. So a lot of schools do not accept cash though. So that's something that's really important to note. So if you only have cash, you might want to go to the bank or a 7-Eleven and get a money order. Um, and sometimes schools are a little more willing to accept that form of payment. Um, and you can always call the admissions office and ask them, where do I pay my enrollment confirmation? Is that something I can pay online? Who do I send the payment to? Because oftentimes the payment is not actually processed through the admissions office. Yeah, correct. Um, so what do you do after you paid the ECD or the intent to enroll? So for most campuses, they will not allow you to sign up for housing until you've committed to the institution. The reason being is if you are signing up for housing, but you actually don't plan to commit, now you're taking available um, rooms from students who actually plan to attend the institution. So once you've paid the ECD, you can sign up for housing. So that's the other thing you want to note too. It's in your best interest to make sure you pay it sooner rather than later, because um, most campuses have a certain amount of spaces available for housing on campus. So if you're mm-hmm. paying your intention role later, it means that you're also applying for housing later. And now um, they may not have the space available to accommodate you, so you'll be waitlisted. The other yeah. thing that you can do after you've paid the ECD is orientation. So the um, when I'm doing presentations, I often tell my students that the ECD is the trigger for everything else. So the mm-hmm. ECD is the way that you commit to the campus to let us know that you plan to come. And so that also um, allows us to send you the appropriate information that you need to help you successfully transition. So if you don't pay the ECD to a campus, in our minds, you don't plan to come to our institution. Mm-hmm. So just note that you want to pay it and make those decisions. Right now, some of you guys may be waiting for other institutions um, or um, decisions, but you want to have like a set date where you plan to actually pay the um, ECD. Yes. And then um, with orientation, that's also where you register. So you cannot register for your classes until after you pay your, your pay your ECD. So all of those things are uh, really important. And then what I was going to say, like uh, when you were talking about housing, it's really important that you know kind of how competitive housing is at your campus, if housing is required, blah, 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 because that can, that 
might dictate when you actually put in your enrollment confirmation. So for example, I hope my cousin doesn't mind that I use this story, um, but I won't say her name and outer. But when one of my cousins, she applied um, to an institution as a transfer student. And for her, she was applying somewhere a few hours away from home. So she did need to live on campus. She couldn't commute from home. And she paid her ECD on the last day and there was no more housing available. Um, and there hadn't been. So she was waitlisted and they told her like, it's likely you won't actually get um, a spot on campus. So it's in your best interest to look like off campus. And so that almost affected her actually being able to start school and luckily she was able to find a place I did actually go her first apartment off campus she wasn't able to make it up um north so I went to go and check out the the apartment for her and I was like okay this seems like a good place I like your roommates and um she moved in and she had a great time but that was really stressful for her so if you could avoid little stressors like that by making your decision early or understanding what housing might look like if you turn in your deposit later then it can just help you so that it's not like this trickling effect. And one thing I always like to tell students is getting like applying to college and getting accepted and denied is really your first taste at the real world. Like your parents have been keeping you in this great, beautiful little bubble where you think everything is peachy clean. And guess Some what? Parents, yeah. It's not. Yeah. Some parents, but it's not right. And so you're going to get hit with the real world and you're going to get hit hard. And there are going to be like a lot of little things that where your parents would have bent on or your teachers would have bent on that once you get to college, they will not bend on. Like these are their deadlines. These are their rules. So we will go back to that. Deadlines are not suggestions things um, because it's really important that you meet these things, especially when it comes to the, uh, the college admissions process. Um, so last but not least, but uh, how do you follow up with the institution to confirm the ECD was received? So call the admissions office. I mean, point blank, Period. And I always like to tell students, like, that's why you should really be submitting it early. But even if you submit it on May 1st, please do not wait three, four, five weeks, a month, two months after you've submitted your enrollment confirmation to call the school and be like, I haven't been receiving any notifications. Did you guys get my enrollment confirmation? Because if we didn't, it's too late for you to say, I, well, I did. And here are the screenshots of me, like, trying to put it in and it didn't it didn't get processed and it was like an error on your part because we can't go back we've already like met our enrollment deadlines so if you are like if you're not receiving anything and then you realize like maybe two or three days after you've submitted it just give our campus a call like we are so happy to answer those phone calls and tell you yes we did receive it or no we didn't receive it and if there was something that happened campuses are usually a little more flexible and able to work with you when it's that close to the confirmation deadline as opposed to when you're calling weeks out so just something to keep in mind yeah Nandy also mentioned that um during orientation you register for classes that's going to vary by campus yes. just fyi so again we said in a lot of episodes but some of the information is not blanket so it doesn't apply to each and every campus but we try to give you a generalized enough perspective where some of the information will apply or you at least know how to go about receiving the information mm -hmm. that's pertinent to your admission status but in that following up piece that's with every part of the admissions process so whether it be um, in January when SAT or ACT scores were submitted following up um, the ECD is the next thing you want to follow up the final transcript because again at, at any point 
if we don't get those documents that we need to process your admissions, you're out of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's no way to get back into the game unless you have documentation to support um, the claim that you submitted them. And even then, sometimes it's still not a guarantee that we'll be able to um, use that information to continue processing your admission for the term that you applied for. Mm-hmm. So just make sure you guys are following up. Um, we're always here to assist you. So if you have questions, um, if you feel comfortable with us, you know, you're like, I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to navigate this process. This is why we created the podcast. This mm-hmm. is why we uh, make ourselves available. This is the things that we want to talk about. So we're always here to help you, whether it be um, DMs on Instagram, mm-hmm. um, Facebook Emails. Messenger, email. Or if you see us in person, yeah, you can ask us those questions too. And we'll, like, and we'll follow up with you right there. And we can also bring your question on the podcast. Um, but Dee said something that I really like. She said, like, when you... Like, when you don't turn certain documentation, it can take you out of the game. And our whole goal is to make sure that you are staying in the game. So we want you in the game. We want you getting as much playtime as possible. We want you to be starting um, because we want you to succeed out here in these streets. So Yes. And so today's episode was really quick, short and sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, with that being said, be sure to like, share, and follow us on social media, aka social media if you don't know. Um, <laughs> don't forget to follow us on Instagram, um, at Admitted, like us on Facebook. Um, and then our our um, name on Instagram is A-D-M-I-T-N-I-T. And you can search that on Facebook as well. And then if you have any questions, like we said, suggestions, fan mail, Or feedback, if you want to help me with my singing career. I was just about to say, if you want to tell me <laughs> feedback. Nah, see, haters. <laughs> you know? I just said feedback. It that, be positive. It's going to be positive. Anyway, because clearly, it's so good. I'm going to create a whole nother thing. <laughs> 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 Anonymous, <laughs> But um, if you want, send us some fan mail to admitnit at gmail.com. And again, it's the same way that it's spelled on Instagram. And we appreciate you for tuning in. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in to another lecture of Admitnit at the University of Nettie and D. Apply your knowledge today.